All right, you guys, welcome back to episode five of my podcast, Manifest and Hustle. I'm your host, Emmy Curran. My Instagram is Emmy Curran, and my Twitter is It's Emmy Curran. I make podcasts on law of attraction, self development, manifesting, health, relationships, anything that is going to improve you and help you with self awareness and to become a better person. So, I wanted to make today's podcast on a more personal thing because I usually like to do them on topics for other people, but today I wanted to do one that will help other people but also is based on something that just happened to me a couple weeks ago and I've had time to think about it and learn from it and share some tips that I learned. I think my last podcast was also on toxic relationships. But I did want to make a podcast today on relationships and on the importance of being single and why we choose toxic people. This is for women, mainly. I think that this is something that I see among my girlfriends is that I will find beautiful girls and girls that just have the most going for them. They have an amazing life you know, they have a great job or a great career and they're just beautiful in every way. And they go for guys that are just complete D-bags and not to toot my own horn, but that's what happened to me. I ended up, um, in a situationship, we'll call it that because it wasn't a technical relationship. We never asked each other if we wanted to be boyfriend and girlfriend, but we were acting like boyfriend and girlfriend and for months, (laughs) And, you know, to me, I look back, I'm like, wow, that was really stupid. And I also, you know, before we even get into this, I want to point that out. Don't do that. That was a lesson I learned is don't, don't treat a situationship like a relationship because you'll end up getting burned. Why? Because you're putting an expectation on this person that they're not able to deliver if they don't have that title or they will use that against you. And they'll say, well, we were never dating. And then, you know, you'll be like, but we acted like we were. So why were you hooking up with other people? Or why were you lying and stuff like that, right? So that's a big lesson that I learned. And I've done it before, but I've never had an experience like this where I've gotten, you know, like woke up from this nightmare and realized that I was in like an abusive thing. Um, If I could think of one word that described it, gaslighting uh i never really knew what that was until this relationship and i would explain it to other people and they would be like well he's gaslighting you times a lot so i think that that's a common thing that goes on between my friends and i didn't really know that that could have so much of an effect on you um and i didn't really understand why a woman would stay with someone that's abusive I couldn't understand it. Why would someone not want to be treated amazing? But I was doing the same thing. And no, I wasn't getting physically abused, which is horrible. And I have so much empathy for women that do go through that. And I just can't imagine. But the verbal abusive, the mental abusive, the gaslighting, the manipulation. He was a narcissist and a sociopath, like a legit sociopath, which is very frightening. And I've never been around one before, so the whole experience to me was just like traumatic because when you as a girl when you open up to a guy especially with your body at least for me it means something and I don't like to go like whore it out and I don't like to um just give away myself to anyone like there usually there has to be a connection and there has to be something there for me where I really feel like I like them and I trust them I don't judge you if you have casual sex I don't think there's anything wrong with it just for me you know I've learned from lessons in the past to not do that and I've 
tried to be more cautious about who I open up to. So when you figure out at the end of it that you were doing that with a sociopath, narcissist, just, you know, very deranged person, it's traumatic because you let that person in and you let that person close to you and touch you. And it, it, to me, it was just disgusting. Like I wanted to just shower when I figured out stuff that I figured out and I wanted to rinse him off me and just not ever let him in the same room as me again. Like I was so infuriated and mad at myself for not noticing the red flags or for burying the red flags. And I just think that as women, we do that. We want to help guys. We want to fix them. We want to be a Bob the Builder chick. You know, you can't fix guys. You're not a rehabilitation center. And you want a man. A man is someone, I mean, I'm assuming you want a man if you're listening to this and you want a relationship that is strong and that lasts. And if you are straight as a woman, then you want a man. You want someone that is able to look at himself and to grow every day because to me that's so hot it's so hot when I find someone that is also like me and that wants to improve and that wants to take responsibility when they do things wrong and keep growing and getting better but this type of person this d-bag I don't think he's ever changed other than puberty in any way like he just is so stagnant and so like not aware of himself like very 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 not self-aware and very um well, he's a narcissist, so he doesn't think that he needs to improve. So it's like, you know, trying to talk to a wall. If you ever bring up something he did, it's always bounced back. It's always your fault. It's, you know, if he's hooking up with other girls, it's your fault, you know. So it was, there was no, like, give and take. There was no, um, like, responsibility on his end. And if you're listening to this and you're shaking your head and you have someone that's like this, that is gaslighting. And you can look up what gaslighting is. Like, it's very bad. And you should not be around someone that does that to you romantically or not romantically. Because I'm sure it happens in other situations with friends and jealousy. But it's an insecure thing to do. And it's a narcissistic thing to do. And when I say narcissist, I don't mean self-confident like me. Like, I'm very, very, very confident. And I know that there's people that probably think I'm a narcissist. Because I'm just very, very, very confident. And I'm very still with that confidence. Like, it's unmoving. But at the same time, I don't think I'm better than anyone, and I always want to improve myself. And if I do something wrong, I always want to apologize and learn from it and become a better person from it. And, and to know that I'm not going to make the perfect decision in every moment that is you know, a humbling thing that you have to do. And some people just can't do that, and they just would rather look right than to be wrong and to improve from it. And I think that it's more common in men. I think narcissism is more common in men. Um, at least like from what I always see, I don't really see it in women a lot. I think that we're just so empathetic and we're so in touch with our emotions that, you know, someone that's narcissistic isn't, they, they aren't able to feel, they're not able to emotionally, um, have intelligence and you can just pick up patterns. So if you're, you're seeing someone and maybe this person is saying all of their exes are crazy and everything is always everyone else's fault and they never, nothing ever is their fault. It's a huge flag. And that was something that happened with this person was all of these women before me had the same thing happen and I chose to ignore it. And I decided to put him on my Instagram story and out him like that. And that was probably really stupid to do. But in the heat of the moment, I felt like I was letting other girls know because I really just didn't want to believe that he was like that. I was, you know, just like the person before me and the person before that. Um, And, you know... I wanted girls to not go around this person because if it was my friend, I would want her to 
to not do that to herself, to not put herself through that and to just pick someone else. Because women and girls, like if you're listening to this, there's so many guys, there are so many people or women, whatever you prefer. There's so many people on this planet that want to treat you right, that want to love you and they have love in their hearts. And when you have love in your heart, you have love available to give out. If you don't love yourself, this is the importance of loving yourself. You can't love someone else. It's like you can't give from a cup that's empty. So you have to cultivate self-love first, which is another, this the reason why I think being single is very important, especially during your 20s or, or in your 30s or 40s or whatever. But as someone in my 20s, like I think that it's important that I stay single and be so picky and be so like analytic of people now and not to jump into things. That's a huge lesson I learned was to not give people the benefit of the doubt to not like see things that aren't there. You know, when we, we as women, we want to see potential versus what's actually happening. And that's something one of my friends said, she said, Emmy, his actions don't do, you know, what, what he says is completely different from his actions. And that's when the switch went off and like, it's kind of like, duh, like, I mean, I knew that, but I never took a step back and analyzed it that way. And that's what I'm trying to do by sharing this with you, by trying to relate this back to you and to myself, um, so that you don't have to go through months of something like this and then wake up and realize you're in a nightmare and you're being abused and that you now have to get out of this attachment and be free of this person, which is, you know, hard, especially where I was, where we had people that were friends in the same friend group and, you know, we were staying in the same city in the Hamptons and it was like, I, I had to leave. Um, and after, you know, I have gone through breakups before and I've snapped at the person and I've like wanted revenge or that type of thing or, you know, redemption to feel good about it. And I've gotten those things. I, I feel like it always, when I asked for it, it happened. Um, I do think that majority of men, I mean, I think 99.9% of men are going to resurface. So if you go through a breakup, I can pretty much promise you a guy's going to come back and he's going to try to be back in your life. That's something I've seen in every single situationship or relationship is that guys, at least with me, they seem to be, they have like this attachment um, and they might not show it till after you've already moved on. You know, guys resurface when you've moved on, um, which is kind of like a dick thing to do, but it still happens and it feels good when it happens, but you're already over them. So um, I still think that that always is going to be the case. But I think the best thing for you to do if you're in a relationship or situationship that's abusive, that is, you know, gaslighting, all of the things that I went through, it's to get out. Like, literally get out. If you can leave the, the city you're in, leave. I promise you, you just feel this, like, weight come off your chest. And for me, I just felt like I could breathe and I felt like I could move on quickly and not have to worry about running into him and not have to worry about you know, going back to him because that seemed to be a pattern is that we kept going back to each other when we shouldn't have, you know, we should have ended it the first day we hung out because I really was never attracted to him physically, um, which is like ironic. I think a lot of girls do this. They will give a guy a chance that's not their type, that isn't that cute. (laughs) And that's what I did. And I normally date guys that are just really, you know, an all around catch. It's kind of what I like. And he wasn't any of those things. And I think maybe that's one of the reasons he was such a narcissist was trying to, you know, fake it. But at the end of the day, it was more hurtful than good. And so 
you know, that's another thing I learned is that I, I do want to have an open mind when it comes to dating, but I also know that like there's basic things that I like in a person like humor, which he didn't have. And, um, like a gentleman, which he definitely wasn't. Like I like guys that have really good manners just because I want to be able to bring them home to my parents or like brag about them or something like that. And he was very disrespectful like to people in general. So, you know, those are red flags. And if you're burying those red flags like I did, maybe because you just want the bad boy, you're going to get burned. There's no way you're not. And I wish that I could tell you that there's a way that you're not. But I'm, you know, smart with relationships. I'm able to play mind games and stuff and it's just exhausting and there's no reason to want to do that because I think that at the end of the day you want someone that loves you no matter what unconditionally and not because of you playing a mind game with them and not because you're stroking their ego and inflating it you know because someone like him that's a narcissist he only will love you or if you want to even say love because I don't think they're capable of love but he will only appreciate you if you are inflating his ego and if you're doing something for him, right? There's no appreciation. There's no um, humanness to someone that's like that. There's no like, you know, it's just, it's very inhumane the way they treat people and the way they expect to be treated. And that's the type of thing that like I wasn't used to dealing with, but also ignored a lot of the red flags. And I think that if you're ignoring stuff like that, you're either way, you're going to have to face it. If you're ignoring it now, you're going to have to face it later. And it's better to just leave that relationship or situationship while you can with as little damage to yourself as possible and start over and be single than it is to try to make something work and try to fix it and think that they're going to change. I do think people can change. I do. And I think that this person could change. I do think anything's possible. But... um, Does that mean that you should be in that relationship and sacrifice your own mental and emotional well-being for that person to change? No, I don't think so. I think that they could change while they're single. Someone that needs to change that bad should be single. They shouldn't be in a relationship and they should be working on themselves and like not damaging other people in the process because sometimes it's messy when you work on yourself and you have to work through things. And I just think that no matter where you are in your your stage of like enlightenment or self-development or self-growth, you could be at the very beginning and just dipping your toe into the pool and just wanting to improve your day, not your whole life. No matter where you are on that journey, you're still going to have to put yourself first. You're going to have to be selfish a little bit. And I think maybe as women, you don't want to do that. You want to put the other person first and be a caregiver, but by trying to make something work, by holding on to things like this, you're abusing yourself. You're not loving yourself. And that was something I had to learn, that I wasn't a bad person by giving up on something that wasn't good for me. I wasn't, you know, I'm someone that's very persistent and very, like, determined. Like, if I want something, there's no way it's not going to happen. If I want someone, there's no way that I'm not getting that person. And I just really wanted to I saw a vision in my head of it being a good thing and it was never in reality it was just wasn't going to be that way because this person just wasn't on the level that I'm at and I think that men that are below if you want to say below us or like less um advanced like mentally and emotionally I think that they deserve someone that's of that caliber like there's someone for everyone right and I'm not trying to say I'm better 
But, you know, someone that's more spiritual or more enlightened is definitely more aware of themselves than someone that's not. And that's just a D-bag and, like, a frat star, right? That they should be with someone that's... They shouldn't be with someone that's super, like, spiritual and, like, very into self-development. The person that is, like, a match for that is probably, like, an entrepreneur or someone that's really working for themselves and making a name for themselves and is impressive and, you know, has those other qualities, too. And I think that you are doing yourself a disservice no matter where you are, if you're with someone that's not really where you're at. And that's okay to admit that, you know, we aren't right for each other. It's not a failure to say that this just isn't, you know, not everyone is for everyone. You're not for everyone. You don't have to get everyone to fall in love with you. You don't have to have everyone like you and have everything work out. You don't have to have them hate you. But why would you want a love that's so mediocre and a relationship that's so mediocre so, so, so mediocre over one that could be full of just so much magic and adventure and love and success and happiness. Because I promise you, if you're in a toxic thing like I was in, it's not any of those things. It's not like successful. It's not happy. It's not loving. It doesn't make you feel good. You don't brag about it. It's not something that you want to take pictures of and share and like dream about and fantasize about. It's not the thing that you wanted when you were little. And it's not the thing that you're going to want 10 years from now. You'll end up unhappy, and if you are unhappy now, it's just you aren't looking at today. You're looking at a fake potential future that isn't probably going to happen because the other person that you're with just doesn't know how to get there and doesn't know how to look at themselves and think, I need to fix this. I need to work on this. I shouldn't have done that. Guys don't want to say they're wrong most of the time. I do know guys that can do it, and it's really hot, but... <laughs> Most guys, they just don't, they're, they're, they're on autopilot, right? There's no self-reflection. There's no self-awareness. There's no goal setting. There's just, let's do today. Let's drink with my guy friends. That's it. And that's okay. But what I'm trying to say is that they're not on the same level as you and that the person that you would want that would fulfill you and that would make you feel like a good match because I do think you need to feel whole and complete by yourself before I go any further, I do think that you shouldn't be looking for your other half. You should always, you know, you shouldn't be looking. You should be living your life. That's the message of this podcast. And if you ever ask me dating advice, it's going to come down to one point. And I said, you know, I'm saying it now by making this podcast about the importance of being single and the importance of learning lessons. But the most important thing is that you love yourself And that you fill yourself up and you fill your own cup. And then you meet someone else that's fulfilled and whole just like you. Two whole people coming together. Not two halves of a people coming together. Halves of a people coming together. Right? Because that's a recipe for disaster. Because it's conditional. It's I like this person because they can do this for me. Or I like this person because they they balance me out. Well, what if they die? What if they leave? What if it doesn't work out? Then you're left broken. You need to be independent and okay, and not more than okay. You need to be amazing on your own. And then you can have a relationship that is healthy and flourishes and is good for you. And you might think, well, I'm not okay on my own at this point. And that's okay. And that's something I I feel like I learned was that I work on myself every single day. I work on self-development every single day. I don't think that you're ever, quote unquote, done. You know, I don't think you're ever finished. But I think that there 
is a time to be single. And for me right now, it definitely is that time. And I'm not going to look. I'm not going to search for a person to fill his spot. I'm not going to search for a rebound. I'm not going to try to force myself to get over it when there's things I need to work through first. We have to stop doing that. We have to stop just shoving stuff under the rug because it'll come back out. And I think that's maybe part of the reason that this didn't work out for me was that there was stuff under the rug for me where I have a temper, where I expect other people to be perfect and also like me where they're on their own ass all the time. And a lot of people aren't as disciplined as me and that's something that it's hard for me to understand. And so I had to realize that maybe, you know, I'm not done. I'm, I, I don't think I ever will be. I don't want to be done. I want to always be improving. But I have a lot to work on myself before I can go back into a, a relationship. And you just need to work through it. And you need to start by loving yourself, by accepting something that you did or didn't do as just closure and not look for closure. Because... Like someone like him, someone that's a narcissist, someone that's a sociopath, you're not going to get closure from that person. You're just going to keep going back and forth and going back and forth. And it's just so toxic. And I hate using that word, like throwing it around, but it is toxic. It is bad for you. It is not healthy. And it doesn't serve a point. The point is a game of cat and mouse, which is never healthy or sexy. It's not fun. It's just addicting and an attachment thing if anything and you have to rip it off you have to rip it off like a band-aid and throw it out and not ever touch that band-aid again you know you have to be able to say to yourself (coughs) say to yourself that this didn't work out that's okay I don't need closure my closure is that I'm coming out a better person whatever they do however they want to handle this that's on them I don't want to talk to you again. I don't want to hate you. I don't want to have any grudges because I think grudges are unhealthy. Um, I want to learn from it and then I want it to be gone. And I'm just going to move on. I'm not going to bring it up in new relationships. It's over. That's how you handle it. And it seems hard because you're like, but what about this? I mean, I want to vent. Then vent like I'm doing. And I did with my friends. But once you're done, you don't go back. You learn from it, you take steps, and you don't repeat the steps. We just keep going forwards. And when the step is complete, then it's complete, and you'll know, you'll feel it. And then you just go about your life, and you put all of that energy that you put onto that person back to yourself, and you will see you are magnetic to everybody. You, Everyone is drawn to you when you are loving yourself, because you are love. People are going to be drawn to love because people want love and because people crave love. But you cannot love yourself by putting all of this energy onto this person or putting all this energy onto revenge or putting energy onto getting back at them and making them see how good your life is. Who cares? They're not going to be on your life anymore. Their opinion of you doesn't matter. Their validation or whatever you're looking for is not important or healthy or of service to you. The only person that should be validating you and should be saying, yes, I love you. Yes, I like what you're doing right now is yourself. No matter what, no matter what relationship you're in, healthy or not, that is the only person, that is the only correct answer. Anything else is conditional, it's not healthy, and it's not real confidence, it's not real self-love. And that might be hard because you like being told you're beautiful, you like being told that someone loves you. You can like those things, that's okay. But that needs to also come from within you. You have to have an unwavering view of yourself, an unwavering point 
and, and standard that you hold yourself to and hold others to. And if you really do respect yourself, if you really do love yourself, you're not getting into toxic relationships because you realize, hey, this isn't how I want to be treated. That's not okay. We're not going to talk again. Have a good you know, rest of your life. And I didn't do that. And that to me is not self-respect. And when I look back, I, wasn't, I had broken up. We'll say that. I don't even know how to say it. I had gotten rid of this person multiple times, probably 10 times, double digits. And I kept letting him back in. And I bet this has happened to you. And did it ever work out for you? No. That person is not going to change. You are just being taken advantage of. That person knows that you're easy or that you're, you're, you're available. And when you finally decide to not be that to them, to not be a doormat, to not let them take a million chances, maybe then they'll wake up. Maybe not. But you know, a lot of the times, guys think that they can keep getting away with something. They keep pushing that boundary further and further. They're testing you. And when you decide to put your foot down and say, I'm not doing this anymore. I, this is not what I deserve. This is not love. This is not good for me. And it's not good for you. Goodbye. When you're w- able to do that, that is when you stop allowing disrespect and you stop being disrespected. You get what you allow. You're, you're, the only reason you're being disrespected and being manipulated is because you are allowing it. It is your responsibility, no matter what, to allow or disallow that type of emotion and feeling and person into your life. I allowed him into my life. No one held a gun to my head. I picked this person. I picked him over hundreds of people, to be honest. Like the people that came into my life that I was ignoring and that I was not answering and just not giving any attention to were better than him. But I wanted this weird cat and mouse thing. That's what I wanted. And I accept the responsibility for that. And I accept the responsibility that I got hurt because I allowed myself to get hurt. Okay? So that's, that's hard for people to swallow. It's hard for people to take the blame off the other person. Because, yes, that person is horrible. Like, I do think that the guy that I was with was, is a horrible, horrible person. And I'm not just saying that because I'm angry about how it happened. I mean, he's a horrible person. Um, just not, you know, isn't a good person. And I, but I still accept that I allowed myself to be in that relationship. It doesn't mean that I'm wrong or he's right or vice versa, but did I allow this to happen? Yes. And that's where I can, like, if you think of a situation like this or a relationship like this, you might be asking yourself, what, what can I learn from it? How can I go? How do I go forwards right now? Well, you can start to see the choices that you made, you, the choices that you made during this, and you can learn from them and just face them head on like I had to and look at them and say, like, I, I don't like this type of behavior. I don't like this type of person. Why did I let them in? Well, during this moment, I chose to choose the cat and mouse game over my own health and heart and, and feelings. I chose to do that. So when you're asking yourself, well, how do I learn from this? Just start to learn from the decisions that you made, the things that you said yes to and the things that you said no to. You know, because this is a lesson. And I promise you, I only dated this person for like six months, right? And you might have been dating someone way longer. Like for me, this was not a deep thing. I don't even really feel like he knows who I am, which I also feel good about because I, I, I don't really open up quickly um, personally. Maybe emotionally I'm slutty, but personally, no. 
So, you know, I think no matter where, how, how long you were with that person, it could be years, it's not the end of the world. This isn't, it doesn't have to be something where you get out the violin and you cry and you get ice cream and that's it. I chose to get on a plane with my friends and go to Mexico. I mean, we were going there anyways, but I chose to not open dating apps and to not think about guys and to just think about meditation, working on myself, learning from things that I did in the past couple of months and to stop just going 500 miles per hour and to slow down a little bit and to evaluate what I've done and the things that I've done and the decisions that I've made and the connections that I've had and broken and lost and gotten rid of and started because I've started new ones. And I do think that you have to, you know, be able to slow down and be able to gauge where you're at and be able to ask yourself, like, am I getting better? Am I improving? Or am I making worse decisions? Or am I staying still? And during that whole situationship, I wasn't myself. I wasn't. I, every single time we would break up, like I'm quoting break up, and um, I would feel better. And that was a huge sign. When I wasn't talking to him, when I wasn't around him, I felt confident. I felt in love with life, in love with myself, in love with possibilities. And when he came back, every single time he came back, I could feel, and I started becoming aware of it, I could feel the whole mood of the room dropping. Even when he was with other people, like he's, he's a low vibrational person. And I could feel that off of him when I was really making myself aware of it, when I was just shoving it aside and not paying attention to the emotion part, I wasn't, you know, I just didn't want to accept it. And you have to ask yourself in any relationship, is this good? Is this high vibrational? Is this low vibrational? And you'll, you'll know. And I think majority of my relationships, friends, dating, family are all high vibrational. And that's why I allow them to continue. But, um, and when I got rid of this low vibrational one, yes, it hurt. It did hurt because I was talking to this person a lot. I had given this person, you know, I had given him my body. And for me, that was like, it hurt. Um, I felt very burned and like stepped on. But at the end of the day, I think that guy, girl, whoever, the person that gets treated like shit always ends up coming out better than the person that did the shitting on, right? That's kind of a universal law is that, you know, if you're stomped on, if you're in this type of thing, I think that you're forced because of that pain to look at yourself and to look at the situation and to learn from it because that's the only way you're going to get through it. Either you're going to sit there and cry and want that person back or want to fix yourself or hate yourself so much instead of just allowing and just letting it be what it is and learning from it and then going forwards and realizing that just because this person it didn't work out or just because this person said horrible things doesn't mean that it's true. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It just means that, that it didn't work out and that there's someone better. There's someone way better, bigger and better. Always. You're never are going to downgrade if you are into self-awareness. If you are you know, monitoring what you're asking the universe for if you're monitoring what you're asking of yourself, you're just going to keep leveling up. It's just natural. It's just you're not going to ask for less when you're getting more. You're going to keep asking for more. So that's the importance of being single is this, this whole thing is about introspective, an introspective relationship with yourself and with what you are clarifying to the universe. If you're not clear about what you want in a relationship, which I wasn't, 
then the universe has no way to give it to you. You're asking for something that is muddy and is not clear. There's no clear order to fulfill. If you were buying something online, you have to be able to pick out that item and the quantity and the color and the size and then put it in the cart and put your address in and you have to be so clear. And if you aren't able to do that with the universe and with yourself, with what you want, you will never be happy. You will never be, you know, you'll never have enough. And that's something I've learned with other things is when I want a goal, when I want to do something, I have to be so clear with it. And the more clear I can be, the happier I'll be because I'll be able to track it and and to watch myself get that thing or that person or whatever. And I'm trying to say be open-minded, but also know what you want because you know what you want. I knew I didn't want him. I knew that as a person, uh, the way he looked, all the things about him I didn't want ever. I just was, you know, another girl that fell for the bad guy type of persona. And I like to think that I'm smarter than that, but I guess I wasn't. And I'm okay to say that. I'm okay to say, Emmy, you really fucked up with this one and don't do that again. But that's it. I don't need to cry. I don't need to get back at you. I don't need revenge. I don't need to prove anything to you. And that's something that I've learned is that Keeping that person energetically in your mind and in your heart is not good for anyone. It's going to keep them in your circle, first of all, because he kept popping back up and I just didn't want to see him. I didn't want to hear from him. And I was so frustrated. But then I realized I kept thinking about how much I don't want to see him. I was still holding him in my head and in my mind and in my heart. Even if I didn't want to see him, I still was holding the essence of him in my heart and the universe was like all right this person i don't really care if she wants to see him or not all i'm hearing is the essence the noun the verb whatever i'm not hearing the i don't want i do want that's the law of attraction you know you can't say you don't want to get sick and then you'll probably get sick right you have to say the vibration or feel the vibration of health that's what you want for me i had to think of honestly the same thing i had to think of healthy relationships and start thinking of love and the feelings that I wanted versus not want or people I didn't want to see. So I hope that this makes sense. I hope that this is something that you can listen to and you can feel more empowered and you can leave situationships and relationships and you can look at yourself and look at what you're asking for and you can look at what you're learning from and if you are giving yourself enough space to do that or if you are just jumping back into relationships and situationships and not learning from it it's okay to be single you're not going to be single forever that's something i like to think about is that one day i might be married with kids and i won't be able to go do this and i won't be able to go travel the world and i won't be able to go live this freely or maybe i will but right i like to think of it that way is that this is a blessing this is a gift And I'm so grateful for it because this is all the time that I need right now to work on myself, to love myself even more, to inspire other people, to learn from it and to become better. And, you know, that person, they're not, they're they're becoming worse. So that to me is closure. That's enough for me. I'm like, all right, I win. I learn from it. I can share this with other people and I can help other women leave behind toxic things and to become stronger by doing so not worse i promise you it seems scary to leave it but you will become better and i know that at the end of the day that's what we all want is to be better and to feel happier and to want more my name is emmy corinne this podcast is manifest and hustle this is episode five more episodes coming this week the episodes are not going to be on relationships anymore um 
They're going to be on law of attraction, manifesting, manifesting money, manifesting travel, anything that you guys want. Just DM me on Instagram or Twitter. Um, again, my Instagram is Emmy Corinne. My Twitter is it's Emmy Corinne. Remember to keep your vibes way, way, way up.